All right. Uh, it is a question, and it had ramifications, and there were predictions. It wasn't over, and they all turned out to be true. This has got nothing to do with the virus, though. It does have to do with the Montreal Canadiens drafting Logan Mayu who said, please don't draft me. He had been fined for producing and sharing a picture of an intimate sexual partner, and it hit the news. He said he wasn't ready. He was working on his character. Montreal Canadiens drafted him anyway. Other teams did not. Now there is fallout, including from the team owner, Jeff Molson. Joining us is Erica Ayala, sports expert and host of the podcast Locked on Kraken. Erica, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. All right. You predicted there had to be some reaction and changes, and boy, there has been. First of all, your reaction that the actual team owner stepped up here after this and agreed it was not a good look. Is that a positive sign, Erica? for sure. I think that there's still a lot of work to be done. I think that ownership acknowledged that, you know, our actions have to speak louder than words, but I'm not sure they're quite there yet. You're not sure they're there yet. You know, it was a, a very powerful uh, letter, open letter that he wrote, and he went and he talked about the victim as well. When you joined us last, you also discussed you know, the message to the victim. It looked like, let's face it, there's a lot of crisis management people who draft these things and they hit the point. What kind of, did it put out any fires hearing from the owner? Again, I think it's something that had to happen. There is definitely a statement that had to happen. <clears throat> but some of the things that were said in the statement, you have to wonder why they weren't thought of before. And one of the things that was telling at the end of the statement, uh, the owner and, and the team, Montreal, says, and thank you to those who have reached out and or something akin to that and have spoken up and given your feedback, including sponsors, which I thought was really interesting. So I wonder how much of this was, uh, again, because if you look at some of the reporting, uh, Logan was interviewed by 26 different teams out of now 32. And so this is something that all of the teams had access to, including had access to how this might impact the woman who went uh, on her own to make sure that Logan and his teammates took that picture down that was taken without her consent. So for them to all of a sudden now just think about how this might impact her, again, just seems a little hollow. Yeah, I mean, we do have more information in a bigger scenario now. We're saying they did make this decision anyway with that knowledge. And they also have announced that they're going to do this kind of training and sensitivity training and and promise that, you know, this kind of thing will not happen. Is there enough in there? Is there enough meat on the bones for you there, Erica? Not yet, and that's not to say that they haven't given this some thought. I'm, I'm for now willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, but what I'd like to see and what I don't see in the punishment so far is that there has to be some type of punishment or a responsibility that Logan takes that is directly related to the crime. And drafting him to then only not allow him to participate in training camps 
it doesn't send the right message to me. Again, is, is this someone that you are proud to have as a part of your team or not? And it just seems as though, again, if you already have him on the team, you say you're going to work on his character. That's great. I'd love to see more. But what are we going to do so that throughout all of the Montreal Canadiens, this is not happening? And that's what I'd like to see more of. One of the things we talked about are other ramifications. Do people care? And the sponsors, as you just as you just mentioned, I just um, saw on social media that some are not le- leaving. I haven't done a, a full look at all the sponsors, but some have said, okay, they're going to stick together. Is it important, Erica, for sponsors to speak up here? Will they be tarnished along with this? It's an interesting question because we have seen that sponsors do pull uh, their support, mostly when it comes to individual athletes. We have seen athletes have their records strict for things that they have done that have violated, um, you know, protocol or uh, they have, you know, brought shame, or, if you will, to an organization. Um, but I, I, I don't know that it's even enough for a sponsor to just at this point say, well, we're, we're going to disassociate. If that, if that sponsor is taking that stance, then I'd also like to know if that sponsor is doing due diligence with other partners that they have and or what is their commitment in-house. Again, for me, what we're not, the conversation that we're not having is how do we take this as an opportunity to make sports better. And I don't see that a lot of people are willing to kick up this conversation and to take what Logan did and the fact that he is now, you know, on the road to the National Hockey League to take this as an opportunity to create policies and protocol that make sure that regardless of if you have a pending investigation or not, you know that it's inappropriate to do things without consent. I I look at it as a journalist. There are times when I'm given things on background. There are times when I'm given things on embargo. And there are consequences if I don't follow that expectation to ask for, you know, I don't mean to trivialize this, but again, we understand consent in certain aspects Mm -hmm. of hockey. We should apply that across the board, especially when it comes to an intimate act where obviously the woman involved was uh, not pleased to find out that her picture was taken without her consent and shared. So, you know, it's interesting as we've seen these happen over the years. Um, It's one thing that happens with women, but any kind of disgraceful thing, I'll even go back to Michael Vick and there's always a rehab plan and there's a part, and I, I felt this as long, as far back as Michael Vick you know, they were just ticking off the boxes and everybody was just waiting to go, okay, right, I've got it, you know, that's over and move forward. Is this still alive, Erica? Or do you feel that those boxes being checked off is enough now? We're often wondering, are we in a new time? And you and I talked about it the last time you joined us. Has anything changed? Is the pressure higher at this point? I think that the pressure should be higher, Um, I think it's higher comparative to what the culture is, but I don't think it's high enough because we don't see, again, a sweeping um, response 
from the National Hockey League. This is one of several instances, not even in the last handful of years, within the last handful of weeks and months that we are talking about in the National Hockey League. And not all of them, um, you know, involve players being the, the uh, abuser. Sometimes players have been the victim of all types of abuse. And I just don't see that there's any responsibility being taken or enough responsibility being taken for hockey culture to see that this is an issue and that there is harm being done to people within the hockey-loving community as coaches, as players, um, as family members, and vice versa. Those people are victimizing others, and I don't see that there's been enough to address that. I have a final question, and this is just your sense, I guess. You know, there's a lot of conversation about the woke, the woke culture trying to change things these days. Is there a division within sports on how to handle this still? Do you know of one? Well, first of all, I think that's dismissive. To think that anyone mm-hmm. asking for accountability and responsibility mm-hmm. is, you know, just chalk it up to, you know, woke culture, people just complaining. That is pushing aside the issue, and that's taking zero responsibility, which even if we just look at the statement that was released by Montreal, it is outside of what that statement says. And so that's why people continue to push, because the statements say we've learned our lesson, we're going to do better, we apologize, and yet, Every so often we get another story and another story. So I, I think it's, it's very disrespectful and it's offensive to, again, sometimes hockey players who are experiencing this. I mean, whether it's racism or sexism or uh, intimate partner mm-hmm. violence, we have seen this happen time and time again. And it's, it's offensive to those in the hockey-loving community who have experienced this for them to continually be told that they need to basically shut up about it. Eric Ayala, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. You have a good afternoon. Thank you. Erica is a sports expert and host of the podcast Locked on Kraken. Also, you know, this got quite far. We had the prime minister jump on this and answer a question about it and say that, uh, He didn't agree Montreal Canadiens made the wrong move here. Quickly, cue social media. What about Gropegate, Mr. Prime Minister? So one thing's happening on this time. People will try to ride on the coattails of what is right or wrong. They better be prepared for others to turn it back on them. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.